The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it's a push. Yeah, could have been better. Could have been worse. Nothing exciting. But lucky for me, I plan better edge so I don't pay any juice. So we break even for the day. So let's recap the card for Wednesday. We cash on Tennessee minus the three. They beat number one Alabama for us. So nice job by the volunteers there. We played Texas A&M minus the three against Arkansas. Ugly first half, but they battle back in the second half and they get the job done. And then on Twitter, that's the game you backed as well. So thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner as we cash on the Aggies for the second time. And oh, by the way, the Twitter vote now is 24 and 19 on the year. That's 55.8%. There's a lot of professional handicappers that would love to have your winning percentage. So thank you for the great job there. And you guys are dialed in. The top two vote getters on Wednesday, both won. The bottom two vote getters, both lost. So you got a good pulse on things right now. So keep it going. Then it was Heartbreak Hotel for me. I backed Boise State minus the three. I thought I had the cover. I was covering most of the second half. I was covering in the final minute, but Colorado State kept hitting the key shot with that Stevens kid. And in the end, we win the game by two. We run out of time, don't get the final foul after we missed our free throw, and we lose that bet by a point. Then we back George Washington minus the one. I bragged about their offense on the podcast Tuesday. They put up 20 points in the first half. They forgot about their offense. Oh, boy, that was an ugly basketball game. So we lose that ticket. Then our OPP plays, we go one and two. We lose on Stephen F. Austin. We cash on UC Irvine. Then maybe it was a sentimental play on my part to back Dan Munson and Long Beach State plus the one. Yeah, I'm rolling my eyes on that play myself. But we break even for the day and we move on to the next. And I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the card on Thursday. A lot of numbers that I don't like. I normally don't like playing games between that six to 12 point range. And yet, as I look at my card, I have two of them on here today. Yeah, not sure what to think. But let's lead off in the Big Ten. It is Purdue minus the one at Maryland. So the number three team of the country enters College Park tonight at 12-3 and in the Big Ten, 23-3 and overall, but they've lost two of three, dropping games at Northwestern and at Indiana. Those are the number two and number three teams of the Big Ten, though, by the way. Is Maryland in that class? Well, we'll find out tonight. The Terps are currently tied for fourth in the Big Ten at eight and six. They're 17 and eight overall and winners of five of six basketball games. Plus, they're 13 and one at home this year. So let's not forget about that. Maryland never led. They trailed by 16 before rallying to lose by just three points in the first meeting against Purdue. Both teams shot under 39% from the field in that game and combined to hit only five of 34 from three-point land. The Terps' computer numbers are actually better than Illinois, Providence, and Miami. Those are some teams that I really like, by the way. This is a scary game, but I do have the best player on the floor. And I have a team coming off a loss that's ranked in the top five. 
So I'm going to back the Boilermakers, minus the one on the road at Maryland. Next up in the Big Ten, oh boy, roll your eyes with this one. It's a plug-your-nose play. I'm on Ohio State, plus the eight at Iowa. Yes, I might be the only guy in the country on the Buckeyes today. So my memory isn't the best, but Ohio State did beat Northwestern, Rutgers, and Texas Tech early in the season to start 10-3. and Since that time, though, the Buckeyes are just 1-11. and The lone win during that stretch, you guessed it, 93-77 to over the Iowa Hawkeyes. So if nothing else, that game should help Ohio State's mindset to give a struggling team a bit of confidence on the road tonight since they shot over 56% in the first meeting. The Hawkeyes, on the other hand, well, they've won four or five now. They're eight and six of the Big Ten. They're 16 and nine overall, and they're 12 and two at home. Ohio State is just one and seven on the road. I can't sugarcoat that. I can't hide it. They're coming off a 21-point loss at home to Michigan State where they scored only 41 points. So if this isn't a buy low spot here, I don't know what it looks like. Sometimes a road trip can be just what the doctor ordered, and I hope it gets the fight back in the Buckeyes. This team has the talent to keep it interesting. Iowa has a big game coming up at Northwestern on deck. It's a potential look-ahead spot. And let's not forget, this Iowa team did lose to Eastern Illinois at home this year, they rank 346th in the nation, by the way. So I'm going to roll the dice with the Buckeyes plus the eight on the road at Iowa. Next up, we go to the Pac-12. It is Arizona State minus the two against Colorado. So the Sun Devils got a pair on the road in the Bay Area, but nothing was easy. A four-point win at Stanford, where we cashed on them, by the way. An overtime win against three and 22 Cal. How did that game go to OT? The Sun Devils are now 9-6 and six in the conference. They're 18-8 and eight overall, and they're 9-4 and four at home. Both teams rank highly on defense. The Sun Devils give up 66.7 points per game. The Buffaloes actually only give up 65.9 points per game. Colorado is 14-12 and 12 overall. They're 6-9 in the Pac-12. Arizona State won the first meeting, 60-59, as a five-point underdog after trailing by 15 points in the game. Neither team shot 40% in that one. The Buffaloes turned it over 20 times, but they did out-rebound the Sun Devils by 13. So this is likely going to be a very competitive game until the end. But the Buffaloes are just 1-8 and on the road this season, so that's a major factor in this handicap. I'm going to back the home team, laying a short number here. We're on Arizona State, minus the two over Colorado. Then the final game of the card for you is in the American Conference. It is UCF plus the seven at Memphis. So how about this stat for you? In their last 60 minutes of basketball, UCF has committed just six turnovers. After an ugly five-game losing streak, the Knights have bounced back to win at Wichita. Then they dominated a fairly bad Tulsa team by 44. I feel like we're once again seeing the UCF team that started the year 13-4 and that actually beat this Memphis club in double overtime 107 to 104. Memphis is 19 and 6 overall. They're 9 and 3 in the American Conference. They're tied for second place behind Houston. The Tigers have won 7 of 8, and they're 11 and 1 at home this season with that lone loss against Tulane. Memphis has a road trip to Houston on deck. Once again, I'm hoping they maybe get caught looking ahead tonight. The early season UCF was good enough to beat Oklahoma State. They kept it within two of Miami and Missouri. 
Plus, they had a hard-fought six-point loss at Houston before the new year. I'll take the bait. Give me UCF plus the seven at Memphis. So let's recap your card for a Tuesday. We're on Purdue minus the one at Maryland. I'm on Ohio State plus the eight at Ohio. Or excuse me, Ohio State plus the eight at Iowa. Who's Ohio? I hope they'd be favored, but maybe not the way they're playing right now. We're on Arizona State minus the two against Colorado. And we're on UCF plus the seven at Memphis. So that's your card for a Thursday. Please don't let the Buckeyes get beat by 30. I'll be kind of embarrassed. But as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.